Mm, now, yeah. would you guys have like all the power in the world, but the only caveat is that you cannot have sex? What? Well, can you still rape? <laughs> God damn, you cannot play these games with Joe. He fucking he you should be a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Just like I like the NBA. Ooh. Oh. And if you like the NBA, please subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, the two are unrelated, but I would like you to subscribe no matter what. If that you, would be great, man. If you do or do not like the NBA, you mm-hmm. should subscribe and to our Patreon. And if you're on the fence about the NBA, why don't you go ahead and not be on the fence about subscribing to our podcast? Yeah. Our give, us a, give us a little bit of money. Dude, please. we have... We got... A bump recently. Ooh. We uh, have twice as much money as we did when we were speaking here last time. Is it oh, the cool. real ass podcast bump? I think, think it might be the rap bump that Mr. Joseph gave us. Yikes! He or was he be... was the only male guest, which is is sort of like, come on, you were sort of cheating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was fun. Damn, my my will they won't they with Karen <laughs> Feehan. <laughs> it's like did, can we be any more of the Ross and Rachel mm. of the New York comedy scene yeah if Rachel was uh, afraid of Ross <laughs> and Ross was a rapist yeah <laughs> <laughs> instead of a paleontologist mm. yeah do you think uh, who, who do you think makes more our Patreon or Karen's uh, OnlyFans I think Karen's OnlyFans by a, a, mar- a, a marginal amount yeah smidge mm. Just right. a little bit. Just a little time. Just bit. a little bit. Maybe we should start a locker room talk OnlyFans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like live from Bob Sheehan's asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's just you two guys riffing uh-huh. and then a picture of my little tight asshole. So and like, so while uh, Matt and I are having like a regular discussion, mm. your asshole is constantly dilated in mm. the background <laughs> and just gets progressively bigger and bigger. Dilating. Yeah. Yep. Or yeah. like how we uh, posted the uh, clip on the Instagram with the, we post clips with just the logo in the background. Mm. The OnlyFans is clips with each of our assholes in the background. Ooh, okay. Yeah, whoever talks it cuts to like a clip of their <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I started this as a joke, but it's actually not a bad idea. I like Bobby. Bobby has probably like a perfectly waxed, mm. tight, pink little asshole. Oh, there's always a little bit of poop in there. Yeah? Yeah. I, yeah, right. I you're trying to pretend you're like a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that for a minute. A little. He probably has like several different kinds of bidets. Bad Get boys, bad here. boys. What you gonna do? Yeah. What you gonna do when we poop our pants? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just goofing, folks. I wanted to join in with you in the last line, but I, I wasn't quite sure exactly which way I was going to go. Poo, and then you started with poo. that's what uh, I like about you guys. You always keep me guessing. What yeah. I like about you, we talk about poo. Mm. What I like about you, you never try to drive. And then when we are going outside, you put your burka on, and I like it. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I like I love it, dude. That was beautiful. I, I, what I like about you, but it's about uh, from a Saudi guy. And he's talking about how obedient his wife is. What I like about you, what I like about Jews, nothing. Mm. Matt Matthew, once again, being a little dangerous. Should, I did yeah. my uh, two nights of seder. You did two not two Passover seder. I only mm-hmm. did one. Mm-hmm. 
Mm, well, guess who's more Jewish now? I guess it's you. Yeah. So why don't you report to me with the uh, expense reports next week? Mm, okay. Well, uh, Joe. <laughs> one one more Seder and Bobby gets a yarmulke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I didn't realize um, when I went to my first one last year um, is that you get to wear a yarmulke. No one cares. I thought it was going to be like this... They gave me a yarmulke, and I'm like, am I in the family now? And then I realized if you're a dude and you're at the city, you can wear a yarmulke. It's not a Jewish thing at all. Can you? Oh, can you but just wear a dashiki? Everyone on the subway gets mad at you. Can you wear a yarmulke just whenever? Um, I, it could be kind of weird, but I suppose you oh, could. Oh, did you think that they wouldn't let non-Jews wear yarmulkes? That's what I thought, yeah. Oh, no, no, it's the, it's the exact opposite. If anything, if you if they, if they you don't wear the yarmulke, they might take it as a sign of disrespect. Well, yeah, yeah the, of course it's a sign of disrespect. I'm not going to wear your <laughs> gross little attire, dude. Get out of here. Give me a regular-ass hat, you cheapskate. Well, I was just wearing a hat, <laughs> yeah. so the whole thing is you're that supposed put, to... put, like, a yarmulke on top of his yeah. Yankees cap. <laughs> You are supposed to cover your head to show respect to the Lord or something like that. Nice. A bit of controversy because when I went to the Friday Night Seder at my aunt and uncle's house, chicks don't wear the hats. Yes, chicks do not. Because they were supposed to have beautiful Jewish heads of hair. Jewish. (laughs) There, there's Joe quoting the Talmud again. Yes. Women should have beautiful Jewish heads mm. of hair, which mm. shan't be covered with a yarmulke. God forbid yamukul. she has alopecia. Ooh. Mm. Yikes. Oh, yeah. Ooh, like, look at me uh, referencing something from three weeks ago. How, Give us some Patreon that, money, How cool folks. would it have been if like Chris Rock pulled out a knife? <laughs> how sick would that have been? Like, ah, fuck you, man. And he was mad enough to say the F word, but he was not mad enough to say the N word. Mm. Do you guys think that off mic, Will Smith says the N word? Uh, no, because Will Smith thinks he's white. Mm, mm, mm. How do you like, think? Those, those, those I, sound like white kids. I think Will Smith, his, I don't need to curse to sell records, but there's no way he doesn't naturally curse in real life. But he just I'm, said, I'm, I'm not asking if he doesn't curse. I'm asking, does he say, what up, my buddy, but not buddy? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Will Smith's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Will Smith probably says, I think... Um, if he's with yeah. Jazzy Jeff, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It would be funny if Jada was wearing a yarmulke the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a yo a yarmulke, perfect solution. If you like, right where one's bald spot might be. Not a, wasn't that, that I what it was? Anything about being bald? Yeah. Wasn't that what it was originally designed for? Mm-hmm. The Lord doth hateth those bald men. Cover mm. up that little bald spot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when I oh so so. Saturday, the next Seder, not at the end and uncle's house. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, where was Chick, it? Chicks wearing hats. Chicks what kind wearing of hats? hats? Cowboy hats? hats. Chick, yeah. <laughs> the guys were wearing yarmulkes and the, and the chicks were wearing cowboy hats. That, that sounds pretty cool to me, dude. Giddy up. Yeah. 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 And it was interesting, though, because I had never even thought that that would be a thing. So, like, some people, chicks wear the hats. Yeah. Some Jewish families, chicks, no hats. Yep. Chicks did Ooh. not wear the hats at my Seder. Oh, yeah. Nope. Riri. You went to Long Island? Yes, I mm-hmm. went to Long Island. Um, yeah, chicks aren't wearing hats in Long Island. Yeah. Come on. It was uh, my cousin and a couple of like acquaintances of theirs. I have two cousins. One of them moved down south, so she wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Uh, her, they, she was actually going to fly up, but her boyfriend's unvaccinated. Yeah. And my other cousin's in-laws were like, we're not doing that. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Damn. They turned their back on them. Should we clarify what we mean by chicks with hats and no hats? Because I think we kind of coasted over Yamagas? Yeah. Or something like that. Yamagas. So yeah. uh, I, is it fair? No, we, we we just we discussed it. We said we clarified chicks with cowboy hats. <laughs> Is it fair to say that the 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 more conservative you are, the less likely 
you're gonna be like, yeah, women can wear yarmulkes. Well, the women would maybe wear like a veil or something uh-huh. to cover that's not a yarmulke. Okay, mm. but yeah. if you're if you're a chick wearing a yarmulke, you're pretty liberal, progressive, reform, whatever. Yeah, Absolutely. maybe. The vibe I, don't I know. was getting because the the aunt uncle more conservative. Uh, Were there? Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I guess I could see that. Um, but even. I guess if the chicks are wearing yarmulkes, they're a little bit more reform or less mm. serious about it. But also, mm. people who are less serious about it don't wear yarmulkes in general. Yeah, okay. So, Well, uh, yeah. my, my girlfriend and her family are conservative Jews. Yes, so that's Yikes. like, mm. so there's reform, mm. then conservative is a little more serious, mm. and then there's orthodox. And right. Those, are, those mm. are the ones that uh, stop you in... Uh, Manhattan trying to ask you to, uh, you know, say Jewish things. Yeah, it's like, get lost, you gross-looking person. <laughs> mm. Fucking weirdo. Mm. Get out of here. Kaya! Mm. Dude, get out of here. Mm. Do you do kar- uh, karate? Too? Yeah. No, he, he does. does. He, he does, does, he does can... judo. <laughs> no, yeah, that's the only thing that can stop Krav Maga. See, I'm jealous that you folks are only listening and not watching because if you could only see Matt's face light up. When he knew he got to say judo. Mm. Mm. Almost as much as it would have lit up if I had said jujitsu. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to... Matt didn't yeah. even wait for that to come up organically. He wanted no. to do another one. Yes. Mm. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we um, visited my cousins. My other cousin, who has a baby, was not there. And the baby... Playing with the baby is usually the highlight of holidays at this point for me. Yeah. Um, Because me and my brother are still the youngest in the family, so everyone else kind of like talks about medications and stuff that old people talk about. Oh, so Jake asked the questions, huh? Yes, Jake did the questions. He just read them in English, though. Mm. What did? What are the questions? Um, Do you like me? They're Do you Jewish. Want to go steady. No, yeah. they're, they're like Jewish questions. So it's like, can oh, you, can you, you turn, hey, can you can, can, you, can, you, find, can you pay the, me back? Yeah, can you turn down the heat a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, got your ash, every single Jewish person. Mm. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, so my brother and I are the youngest. So we were always growing up at the kids' table. There was a separate table for me and my brother where we'd yeah. like throw food at each other and just goof off. And uh, now, because uh, there's just less people, some of the older people have died, um, we're still at the very end of the table, and it's very clearly another table under the tablecloth. Like, there's still the dining room table, and then, like, one little, like, four-legged one they opened up and put at the end. There was me, my brother, and my dad, Uh. which is nice. My dad was always, like, an ally of the kids' table from the adult table. Mm -hmm. Like, we'd be goofing around or whatever, and one of the other adults, if they saw us, would be in trouble. My dad saw, he would just laugh to himself. We're like, dad knows what's up. Mm. Um, so there would be things like anytime my brother would take out his phone, I would just get on my phone and send him that big picture of the fat black guy with the huge dick. Nice. <laughs> nice. He's like, he's trying to text someone and have no one see, and I'm sending him giant black cocks. Well, my cousin's reading about the Jews passing, <laughs> <laughs> running out of Egypt. Hell yeah. Why'd they leave Egypt? Because they were like getting confronted by dudes with huge cocks. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, Egypt's in Africa. I don't remember that. Yeah. Damn. So then the Jews sent 10 plagues. It was uh, black cocks was okay. the first of the plagues. Mm-hmm. The BBC. second plague was black people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> BBWs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, third plague was BBWs. <laughs> yeah. It was fat women with dyed hair and opinions. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, so then, uh, so it ended up being a lot of fun. I got there and met a, a friend of my cousins who I hadn't met before who recognized me from Comedy Fight Club. Ooh, wow. that's very fun. Another because um, he had been friends with, is not anymore, and even wasn't that close with at the time, but was friends with uh, the heel of Comedy Fight Club, Jonesy. Ooh, Jonesy. <laughs> Jonesy. Yeah, dude. You don't know Brendan Jones? Oh, isn't it that guy from uh, New Jersey? Yes. He's yes. like crazy, right? He is insane. He yeah. was originally from Long Island, and that's how this guy is friends with my cousin. I, now, I think so. I met him. I think when I met him when I first when I first moved out to the East Coast, I was living in New Jersey. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. He was like him. And it, he, there. I thought when I first moved to New Jersey, I thought three guys ran the New Jersey comedy scene. Yeah. And that was Jonesy. <laughs> No filter, Paul. Okay. Right, mm -hmm. and and the ringleader of them all, mm -hmm. Johnny Hollywood. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Holy like, Trinity! I was like, damn, dude, New Jersey sucks. Are these like like the because uh, like the way they kind of posture themselves? Yeah, you know, that's it's so like, funny. That's I guess like these are like the most senior. You know, it's like at that point, Mark Henley, rest in peace, mm -hmm. uh, was but he did like an open mic at, at Trend Coffee House, yes. in uh, Montclair, New Jersey. Which was really close to where I was living at the mm. time. So that was one of the first mics I went to in New Jersey. Mm. And uh, one of the other ones I went to, I went to like the Owl Tavern, where this other weird Jewish or uh, Italian guy was like running a mic. That, yeah. Uh, there was like this weird Tuesday night mic war going on. Where, like, <laughs> multiple it's mics. so funny in smaller scenes how seriously yeah. people take things that really mean nothing at all. Absolutely nothing in the long run. Yeah. I When I uh, met Jonesy, it was outside, of, uh, I believe, Lucky Jack's. When we were doing Fight Club. Yeah, there. When, yeah. When Fight Club used to be at Lucky Jack's on the Lower East Side. And it's just like a cool bar. It's yeah. Like a basement of a bar. And uh, I don't think I performed that night. I think I was just chilling. And I went outside. And uh, Jonesy is is just so intense. Mm. Like he was like, uh, "Hey, uh, I seen you around before. Where are you getting up?" And I'm like, "You know, nowhere, of course." But I'm <laughs> like, "Well, what do you mean?" And I'm trying to talk to him like like, like a human, like a human, and he can't do it. He can't. You know what he? Because he's one of those dudes. I know we're talking about someone that nobody knows, but he's well, it's good. I mean, he's well known in the comedy scene. Some of the comedy groupies listening who may have mm. not heard of him before. This is some a little uh, inside baseball, but a little bit of a New York comedy history. Yeah. A little bit hey, of New you, York, you, New ladies, history. you ladies listening, don't have sex with Jonesy. You mm. have sex with me. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, he, Brendan Jones. He started calling himself Jonesy. Also, just was unlikable and bad at comedy Fight Club. I yeah. thought and he was nice. I thought I he was would, cool. A nice guy to me, at least. Um, <laughs> I would book him because in a roast battle, somebody else is roasting you, mm -hmm. and there's judges. There's like a panel. There's a whole thing. Yeah. So somebody who is kind of a nutcase can still be entertaining in that environment. Of course. But I think, and like, you know, even somebody who everyone just boos and hates all the time can be fun in that and, environment. And you got tired of it being you all these years. Yes. Somebody else. But so he just started calling himself the heel of comedy club. Like it was this thing he was doing on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. But you know what? That's that's perfect. Like perfect way to a perfect introduction to him because he was always trying to find an angle. Yes. He couldn't accept that you have to do open mics to almost no one for years. Yes. You know what I mean? He was. He like, wants. He asked you why are you getting up just because he wanted to. Uh, 
feel, where are you getting up? He wants he doesn't even care about you. He cares about the track that you're doing. Yeah. So that he could then like maybe do that for him. He it, it, I felt like and not just the first time I met him but every time afterwards that in his mind he's going, "I'm networking right now. I'm networking." Yeah. Networking with other comedians. Mm. When really what he's thinking is, "I'd like to skin that person <laughs> and make a little tuxedo out of their flesh." Mm. Yeah. And dance in the moonlight while Reciting my set. He does give a uh, gain. Uh, 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 Ed Gaines. <laughs> oh, Ed, Ed Gaines. Yeah, I was trying. I was going for John Wayne Gacy, but he gives both of those guys vibes. Mm. Yeah, he's. He's got the vibe of there's a few people like this in comedy, especially some of the older people who they try and treat it almost like a mob or mafia thing, like being like this so, thing of ours. Yeah, this thing of ours. And, Get you know, out of here, dude. Kind of like Me, and my yeah. uh, my confidant, no filter, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I hate I hate comics like that, but I also hate like these young people that are like the craft. Yes. My, my my statement, my mm. existence. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, dude. All it, it, the, the the truth lies. Deeply center in the middle of all of that, where it's yes. like you you go on stage and you make people forget that life sucks mm. for like five minutes while you're up there while they're saying laugh. the n word. Just get them to laugh, dude. Yes. Yeah, and if, of course, or do say, a magic yeah, trick. Say the most hilarious word in existence. <laughs> Feminism. Yes. Do you think women have a place on stage? And if so, in what capacity? Why don't you tweet us and let us know what you think? <laughs> Folks, we got a we got a Twitter. Let's open up the polls. Do women belong on stage? Let us know. Some people don't even want us to have this conversation. Yeah. yeah. Well, why, you, why we're, not? We're just asking questions. We're asking questions. We're asking the questions that need to be asked. Mm-hmm. Should women not be on stage or should they definitely not be on stage? Should they be should they be forced to be on stage? <laughs> Should they be allowed to perform, but only if it's topless? Mm. Interesting point. Mm. I like that kind of sexist, the one who forces women on stage, (laughs) who still doesn't believe they have the right to choose what they want to do, but also thinks their voice is important. (laughs) Get up there, toots, talk about how men don't have top sheets. Yeah. But I want to be a lawyer. Fuck you, you don't want to be a lawyer. You want to be an improv that weasels into stand-up. You get up on stage, you talk about how terrible men have been to you, and don't you worry your pretty little head about anything else. But I love, I love the men in my life. I love my dad, and I love my boyfriend, and and I just love everybody. You are going to get up on that stage, you are going to say men are scum, and then you are going to drive me home <laughs> and perfectly park, parallel park, because you are amazing and beautiful, and your voice is important, and don't you start crying. <laughs> Don't cry. Don't tell me you're not going to do this. You are going to get out there. You are going to be powerful and brave. Do you hear me, you fucking cunt? <laughs> I, I told you I'm not very confident in parallel parking and I can't see. Good you enough. are beautiful and brave, you fucking bitch. Now do it. <laughs> Dude, the neighbors are going to... that the, the call that the neighbors give to the cops is going to be so weird. <laughs> They're going to be like, a large autistic man seems to be beating his tiny effeminate lover. <laughs> yeah, dude. I uh, Stand-up is wild. That's my mm. take. It's I a huge waste of time wild. in the long run. Yes. Yeah. 
But yeah. oh, so the my cousin's friend apparently uh, Jonesy would run his jokes by him before Fight Club. Hell yeah! And he would tell him these are bad. You're going to bomb, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then see the video. So like then I come to his Passover Seder, the guy who was hosting the roast show that his friend did horrible. That's on. hilarious. <laughs> God damn. Mm. Yeah, poor guy. People, yeah. the, there are folks that um, are uh, bad at comedy because they're new and they haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, but there are, there are some people. You're like, man, you should go to trade school or something. Mm. Don't do this. Yeah, well, do you it think takes- that's us. It might be. No, <laughs> oh, one's no. Been, no one's been nice enough to tell us. It takes a little bit of delusion when you're starting out to want mm. to really do it and believe you can do it. Mm. But then there's some people that all they have is the delusion and none of the talent yeah. or ability. Yeah. <laughs> Not you, Finny, right? Mm. Not you. Yeah, that's Finny. what we're going to do. Say something in the microphone. Finny, the floor is yours. Jews will not replace us. Wow, Finny. Finny. Oh my goodness. Uh oh. Well, we. I don't agree with what you're saying, but I'll fight to the death for your right to say it. And you are. You are right, Joe. You were saying how it's like the young people who talk about the craft because that's how I was like my first couple years doing stand up. <laughs> my craft, where you're just like, damn. I. St- I I'm felt, an art. Yeah. I mean, I would call myself an artist. <laughs> <laughs> I would at, talk. At, I would yeah. watch other comedy specials and be like, "Why don't they have enough punchlines? I would have more punchlines than that. I should be doing that special." Oh, <laughs> Young dude. Matt is the fucking most insufferable thing I've heard of. Well, because I came from pro wrestling, like most comics, I think. Well, that doesn't help. No, yes, <laughs> I'm not saying it as a not like coming ex- from anything yeah. doesn't help stand up. Yes, dude. That's I'm saying most people I think get into comedy as like they were kind of shy or more reserved, uh-huh. and stand up helps them come out of their shell. Yeah. Um, and then there's some people who they're so confident and mm. cocky and arrogant. They mm. think I can go in and do stand up. Yeah. Those people usually get humbled and quit. Mm. I'm like one of the, I came from pro wrestling where I was, I was extremely cocky, 21 years old. Yeah. I was like getting on state on in matches, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Hooking, up girl, hooking up with girls after shows. Mm. No one believed the allegations. Mm-hmm. Nice, <laughs> and, dude, it was perfect. And uh, that yeah, then, panty matches were still prevailing in yes. all wrestling arenas. <laughs> and Matt got really good at them at some point. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then I started doing stand up and I, I got humbled. But I like, you know, it took a couple of years before I like actually was like more humble about stand up mm. to now where it's at the point where I'm like, I feel weird about reaching out to someone to ask them to do their show or podcast. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. early on, I was mad at everyone for not booking me. And how could you not? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I was a craftsman. I was an artist. I still feel guilty. I just, like I shouldn't ask somebody for stage. I don't want to put them yeah. in a mm-hmm. position where they have to say no. Mm-hmm. And I still don't tell people I'm a comedian. Mm-hmm. I tell people my day job when they're like, what do you do? I'm like, I tell them my day job. I don't tell people I'm a comedian. Oh I goodness. only ever have at jobs if it comes to like uh, scheduling purposes. Mm-hmm. I'll say I can't work nights. Mm-hmm. The only person that yeah. can tell you if you're a comedian or not is the audience. Mm-hmm. You can you can say I'm doing comedy and I'm working on my act. Yeah. But it's only when you're on stage telling jokes and people are laughing. Are you ever truly a comedian? Mm. Any other time you're just being funny or you're working on your stand up act. Mm. But you know it's what only th- when you're on stage mm. getting laughs that you're truly a comedian. I think you're truly a comedian when you go, excuse me, excuse me, can you shut up? Can you just shut up for one second? And then the lady's like, I'm sorry, I was just ordering another drink. Mm. I promise I won't be loud again. I wasn't trying to disrupt the show. And I'm like, would you be quiet? Would you 
Just no one cares what you think. I hate you. I swear to God, I hate you. Oh my God, I love you. How the fuck could you do this to me? <laughs> How the fuck could you do this to me? Man, Bobby's a real comedian. <laughs> He's so committed to a uh, an act out for a podcast that has no <laughs> visual recording. <laughs> I think you're a real comedian the day you decide that you're not going to punch down anymore. Mm, yes, mm. yeah. If you're liking all the right tweets and quote tweeting yeah. the problematic tweets. You're not a real comedian until you've told me who you support in your local elections. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How about local erections? Local Ooh. erections. Mm -hmm. I love Chinese democracy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand that at all, but it's a Chinese way of saying elections. Oh, <laughs> oh man. I can't tell you how deeply i was looking into that <laughs> <laughs> i'm like well xi jinping has been in power for 10 years <laughs> it's like nope it's just an lr joke <laughs> yeah a classic <laughs> oh, oh my man. goodness gracious mm. What's wrong, we're, we're real comedians though right no i, I sort not of feel at all. like we are mm. no we have to be no we're 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 imposters we have <laughs> imposters. Dude, anyone who anyone who describes himself as having imposter syndrome definitely uh, actually sucks at their job. Yes, you know what I mean. It's 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 all these white women on Twitter being like, make sure you ask for that ten thousand dollar raise, even mm. though you call out sick every other day. Same, anyone who refers to themselves as an empath, ugh. ugh. Same. Same. Those are the same people. Yeah, that's type A and type B people, but. Like, uh, empaths are type B people that want to feel self-righteous. Yeah. And, uh, like, people who like to think that they're a workaholic, but actually just work nine to five. Mm. You know what I mean? That, that, that's a very millennial thing, to be like, you know, I just, I have to take time for myself. And it's like, bitch, you work nine to five Monday through Friday. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, bitch. I, 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 agree, with, I agree with everything you just said, because I just watched Bill Maher's new HBO special. Mm. And I don't know what the deal with young people is either. Mm, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> did you actually watch it? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Was uh, it, was it uh, I mean, it's very memeable. Yeah, I well, that's the, you can take like the parts of it that are corny mm -hmm. and put out and make it look extremely mm -hmm. bad. Yeah, um, I generally think I like his show more than I like his stand up. Mm -hmm. I think Bill Maher fucking rocks, dude. I, I think yeah. he's fucking cool. He's a fucking white guy who smokes pot and has sex with a black woman. Mm -hmm. What more do you fucking want? dude? Mm -hmm. What more do you fucking people want? You fucking get mad at Jeff Foxworthy because he has, like, hokey fucking boomer jokes. You get mad at Bill Maher because he's completely fucking reasonable in literally every single thing he thinks and says. And you get mad at Louis C.K. for taking what he deserved for being a funny comedian. And by being a funny comedian, that means you're free from consequences from your actions. Whatever, man. People need to make up their goddamn mind, dude. New rule. <laughs> rape is legal. <laughs> <laughs> New rule, Bill Maher rocks. <laughs> no, maybe you wouldn't think about rape so often if you looked up from your phone. New oh. rule, Stop looking at your phones. <laughs> Damn, did you... Uh, so in Bill Maher's new special, did he start off coming on stage with a mask and say, New rule... 
fuck Fauci. Um, no, mask. he didn't come out with the mask, but he did uh, open his special by uh, saying he was in Florida and talking about how great it is that everyone there is sane about COVID. <laughs> I mean, they have like probably the lowest COVID rates right now. Yeah, it is kind of wild that like Bill Maher is like, like he is still liberal because he's doing like, he's saying the thing that people are associated with conservatives saying about COVID where he's like, yeah. Florida, you're so sane about COVID. Anyway, let's talk about how awful Trump is for yeah, the next yeah, hour yeah. Mm-hmm. and how but, awful Marjorie Taylor Greene is. Mm-hmm. Why is Marjorie Taylor Greene awful? Mm. Uh, because for having she's an sa- awful big ass fucking eatable ass. Yeah. Mm. Does she have a big, some big yeah, mommy dude. hips? I'd like to poke her with my Jewish space laser. Ooh, yeah, okay, all right. Why is everyone mad at poor Marjorie Taylor Greene? Because like she speaks because huh? she speaks the truth. Mm-hmm. She she's like the the right wing version. Well, it's not fair. Just I was going to say the right wing version of AOC, but she is like mm. further right than AOC is. Left. Yeah, and AOC is not like into crazy conspiracy yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. I think um, they maybe both represent the same populist. What's that? I was going to say populist. Like yeah, the kind of... Populist, um, one's right-wing populist. Yeah, populist. The left-wing populist versus right-wing populist, I guess. Um, but I don't know. There's a part of me that almost like... Right-wing populism, I want to believe in it more than, say, Marjorie Taylor Greene is their representative. Right. Like, I want to believe that right-wing populist is actually just like a coal miner in West Virginia... Mm. More so than I'm a right-wing popular. But he, you are. Here's, here's the thing: I don't want to ruin the romanticism of the coal miner in West Virginia, but he loves Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, that's I, yeah. that is possible, I guess. <laughs> let me, let me. I, I be, I'm a. That's, that's the thing yeah. liberals do a lot. They're like, why don't we, why don't we actually have people that, uh, su- yo, are supported by working class people? I'm like, why don't you go talk to a working class person? For yeah, a there's a lot of times people <laughs> talk about. The working class, like when they talk about bringing in refugees, like how heartless are you to not let in those refugees? I'm like, ask them what they think about trans people. Yeah, yeah. See how you <laughs> feel about Assyrian refugees, mm-hmm. social justice cred. Hey, l- let me tell you something. I know most of our fucking listeners are, are that fucking political race. So if you want us to kill the refugees, mm-hmm. just give us the fucking word. Mm-hmm. Well, what, give us that money, the Patreon. We're going to have we'll, to get at yeah. least $1,488 to do that. Though. Whatever you want. <laughs> just give me some money. Mm-hmm. You're going to give me that money because I don't want to work. I, I want to make sleep. podcasts all day. <laughs> One more time. I don't want to work. I just want to make a podcast all day. I don't know how the song goes. So I don't I know either. I just, don't, I just know that fucking hook, baby. Mm. That's all you need. The hook will bring you back. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will. I think I'm a real comedian because I was recognized for doing comedy in my Passover Seder. Mm. So that nice, is pretty dude. cool. That yeah. is cool when you get recognized for doing comedy. Yeah. And the, that guy also used to be a pro wrestling referee on the Indies. Who are? Where do you find these people? Yeah. That's the thing. That, like, there's so many more like autistic weirdos like us mm. in like the real world than we think mm. Ooh, you're you are not alone <laughs> just remember at locker room talk that you are never alone yeah. i mean you are you mm. probably are very much so hey hey okay, we shouldn't tell our listeners that then they're gonna like dm us all the time mm. hey if you're gonna kill yourselves first wire transfer me your life savings all right yes. buddy mm-hmm. yeah don't die for nothing who who are you who are you gonna give your inheritance to huh 
your dad who molested you yeah. or to Joe who would only do it if he had the chance. Yeah, we want to make clear from like the early stages of this podcast and our fandom mm-hmm. that if any of our fans, listeners, are going to kill yourself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. make sure to send us all of your life savings first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ven- yeah. our, my Venmo is at Joe W. Gorman. Go ahead and make, make that money go. What's yours, Bobby? Uh, oh, what is my Venmo? I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm laughing at the prospect of getting a very low number and thinking like, well, that can't be someone's life savings. Do you think we get in trouble? Hey, but for real, don't get me and don't be like I'm killing myself because Joe yeah. Gorman said to squirt on emoji and we'll figure no, no, it out. No, no, no. I'm just saying, send us your money, but say you did it because Joe Biden told you to. Yeah, <laughs> look, <laughs> I'm just saying, you. I'm not telling you to kill yourself. Mm. I'm saying. If you already made up your mind right. and are going to kill yourself, mm-hmm. you just haven't decided on a date. Mm-hmm. When you do, which is absolutely whenever you choose it's to when end your you life, want to, please give me your money. Mm-hmm. I would really yes. like it. Mm-hmm. I would love to buy drugs with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know I'm not. It's, I'm not gonna put it back to that corrupt government. No. I'm gonna buy another dog. If Finney could have a buddy, how yeah. fun would that be? Yeah, send us all of your money and blame the last girl who rejected you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Damn, maybe we should get another dog. Mm. I'm thinking about it now. If yeah. you tell us the name of the girl who rejected you, who's the real reason why you're killing yourself, we'll name the new dog after her. Ooh. Mm. Mm-hmm. I only want a boy dog, though. Mm. Well, it was... Ooh. Fuck, we really got... We got to bring this to the higher ups, I think. Mm. What yeah. if we executive said one of our talk. towel girls kill herself and blame the last man who rejected her, so we can get a male dog and name it after the man we who need killed more this woman. Towel girls. All right, you heard it here, folks. Our next dog's name is Matt. Mm. <laughs> 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 Woo! Oh, Damn. Look at this. Finn loves me. We should sh- we should take a picture of Finn and send it to the Patreon subscribers. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. Like, so they no. could picture who we're talking Finney's to. Finny's on Instagram. He is. Yeah, at my yeah. cousin Finny. Aw, I like that. His mom maintains it. Aw, is it run by two Utes, Finny? Is it run by two Utes? That movie holds up. Two Utes? No, uh, my, kind of, my cousin, my cousin Vinny. Vinny. Oh, okay. yeah. I was like, I haven't heard of that movie. Well, two Utes is a porno I watched that put me in jail for six months. <laughs> Okay. I love that it's a six months. Yeah. Just to cool that, your heels. Is that, wait, is that very low? I won't. What is What is this? For child pornography? First time offenders? First time. We don't no even first, know if I liked it. There's no first time offense for child porn, dude. What do you mean there's no first time offense? I like. You think it's like a three strike system with child porn, dude? No, well, any there's a first time offense no, for murder. Look how, okay, one, it's terrifying how nervous you are about this. I have a whole life ahead of me. Wait, there's no first offense? I was just, I was just trying it out. Your Honor, I was simply dabbling. I love how it's like it's a first offense murder, where it's like it's the first time I murdered someone. But so that, that's well, how no, there sentencing is, works. Well, there's difference between first offense and first degree, right? No, but I'm, I'm saying like even like that's how that's how Derek Chauvin didn't get more than. 12 years is because he had a clean record. Oh, he was a cop, but, though, yeah. dude. No, but that, that's irrelevant to the sentencing. No, it's In not. Fact, it hurt him for the sentencing. The fact that he was a cop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of the aggravating factors. The other one was that there was a child that witnessed it. There were a lot of aggravating Damn, what, factors what is, in what that is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh What is more disturbing? Uh, my defense of uh, 
first time child porn or the, my knowledge of the Derek Chauvin case? Yeah, folks, let us know in the comments. Let us know in the comments, which is one, more disturbing. Yeah, what's more disturbing? And, and also, is there actually like a degrees in terms of pornography, child pornography? That, well, I don't know for child porn specifically, but that is how sentencing works. In the general, no, guy not for are. child porn, though. There's never I'm been sure a case. I'm sure that I don't. I, I can't imagine a, why there would be a different. Do you do you think the judge goes? Normally we have sentencing guidelines, but this one makes me feel gross. So you go no away because forever? some like they say in fucking special victims unit, some crimes are so particularly heinous. There's a special unit to handle such cases. Joe's knowledge, you're going of, the away legal, for a long Joe's knowledge time. of the legal system is based on the what they say in the opening line of law. Don't order. fuck with me, dude. I got a Peacock subscription. <laughs> Joe, Joe, Joe's uh, in uh, jury selection, and they're Bobby, like, what are your you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. If you cannot afford a lawyer, one will be provided for you from the, la from the locker room talk Patreon subscribers. <laughs> Yeah, the, the one that donates the most money is going to be there's any, representative. If there's anything that our listeners are going to respond to, we are going to get a tsunami of, actually, here's the exact law for child <laughs> pornography. <laughs> yeah. Yikes, dude. Yeah. Hey. That's a Google in incognito mode, which is yes. also how you should I, watch child I can only come to. to 60 and older. I Google mm. old mm. bitch now. We Well, uh, Matt was decidedly anti-Gilf the last time. I'm not into Gilf porn. Not even. Not for me. The novelty yeah, well, of old and young, that Eastern uh, The novelty, shit. I would watch it out of curiosity. But I couldn't like jerk no, off to you it. You get novelty boners. I don't think I get novelty this, this boners. Novelty boners whenever he watches fucking furries. Mm. I get a boner whenever I'm in a novelty shark. <laughs> <laughs> you see a whoopee cushion. Uh oh. <laughs> so the guy shakes your hand with a hand buzzer and you fucking come in your pants. Now that's what I call a vibrator. Yeah. <laughs> You're about to come. All of a sudden, water squirts out of a flower on your lapel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, those are some great bits. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, fucking geniuses, young. honestly. Vinny, mm. what do you think of all this? We're going to have to put Vinny down. Yeah. Yeah. We do, unless the Patreon makes some more money. Yeah, guys, you're going to have to subscribe to the Patreon. Otherwise, we have to put Vinny down. Mm. Yikes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you, I remember you were telling me off mic that your vet says that the most important thing for a dog is its owner's mental health so you got to feel like you're you're doing well in your career otherwise yeah you know because the dogs match the energy of uh, of the owner if you know, just mental health gay. is not good then mm. trouble for finny yikes <laughs> is finny a therapy dog yeah yeah at least in my mind, that's what I tell people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's a he's a therapy dog. If you bring a therapy, if you bring a dog with you and you say it's a therapy dog, no one's gonna argue with you because no one wants to argue with a crazy person. They can't yeah. even they can't even ask. You're about not it. legally they allowed to. They can't even to. ask to mm -hmm. see the fucking yeah. You know, I used to. Don't they have to wear a vest? No. no. When I was working security, um, there were a couple of venues where um, they would tell us. Uh, only emotional support animals are allowed in, and if mm -hmm. someone tells you it's an emotional support animal, you just say okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They do not follow up or ask anything because there's like legal defenses for it. Dude, I was on a, a, a bus when I still lived in New Jersey. I was taking one of those like little buses from Times Square back to Weehawken, Oof. and yeah, no, uh, not recommended, honestly. Man, I I can never imagine going back to New Jersey. Oof. Yeah. If you guys are in New Jersey, you know what? You don't even have to subscribe to the Patreon. We know you're going through some shit. If you're mm. if you're in New Jersey and trying to do comedy and mm. make it as a New York City comedian, mm. doing what New York City comedians do. Well then, oh damn, Matt, I'm sorry. Damn, we devastated Matt by that. Mm. Went pretty. I quick. threw it in real he, quick. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I thought you would say. I, I'm not sure. Do you guys think I'm devastated because I didn't get to say New York City comedians with you, or that I live in New Jersey? <laughs> it was. It was oh, yeah. It, it was no. It was the realization that you lived in New Jersey, and as that was sinking in, Bobby started chiming in, doing what New York City comedians do. And then Matt felt guilty because he knew he wasn't really a New York City comedian. Mm. He was a New Jersey City comedian doing what New Jersey City comedians do. Saying which they're is, from New York. Yeah, which is like coming to New York and take up all of our good open mic space. Mm. Yeah. Although I will say in New Jersey, I live right by the PATH train, and that is as easy and pr- maybe easier to get into the city than when yes. I lived in Queens. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. So you taking like a bus to Weehawken, mm, or Joe, bad. you used to mm. live like in Montclair. Bloomf- yeah, Bloomfield, yeah. Bloomfield, yeah. Those are where I live in Jersey. That was it's, a hassle. It's not, a, I'm like 20 minutes and I'm in Union Square. The, it's uh, actually easier than most places in Brooklyn and Queens. No, that's like, yeah, that's yeah. really good. That's even easier than some places in Manhattan. Yeah, like if that's faster than if they lived in the Bronx. Yeah, this bus man was like, uh, it wasn't a Port Authority bus. Port Authority bus to Weehawken is three dollars and fifty cents. This bus you could save fifty cents. It was only three dollars. It was driven by a man who text and drove the whole time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sick. And one, uh, what reminded me of it is uh, one time I got on and there was like clearly this couple visiting New York. You know what I mean? You just tell. And the guy tried to tries to walk on with a dog and the bus driver is like, no dogs. And the guy's like, oh, this is my emotional support animal. And <laughs> this, this Eastern European driver just shakes his head. You know what I mean? And yeah. This, this guy, like, kind of like tall, skinny, white guy. I don't remember if he was wearing a beanie, but he might as well have been. You know what I mean? And he was like, you can't do that. That's against the ADA. That is illegal. This is I have a medical issue, and I need this dog. Mm. And uh, his girlfriend's just trying to pull him off the bus. And yeah. the, the bus driver is like, dude, I watched my whole family get killed by Serbs. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Your emotional support dog. Mm. It was. I would make a, the emotional support dog in kebab. Right? Yeah. He's like, you're lucky I don't break its neck because it's standing on the stairs of my bus and I don't want it to shit there. Traditional Eastern European music. Imagine going through life needing a dog to just be places. Damn. That's the best argument for euthanasia. Is oh I need a dog everywhere. It's like I think you gotta sit this one out then, dude. New rule: If you need a dog to get through your day, how about shutting the fuck up? I don't know how to end new rules. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, that was perfect. You got the voice, the yeah. the punchline. He does do that sometimes, Bill Maher. How about you shut the fuck up? Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> but because he does go for clapter sometimes. Yeah, like he will just sometimes be like shut the fuck. Yeah, I would if I could, dude. If, if, as, if enough people were as excited about Gettysburg as I was, I'd be yeah. getting clapter too. You know, oh, what I mean? you'd be riding that way for a while. Oh, I'd be like, give it up for the union, and people would just standing ovation. Yeah, then no one ever talks union. about it when it's like, oh, you should be going for claps instead of laughs. Going for laughs is fucking hard. Yeah. yeah. Why don't I just go up there and and say statements that people would feel weird about not clapping for? Exactly. You know what I mean. And not even like political, just be like, I think that wearing pants outside is a necessity. And then mm. they just kind of wait and kind of look and maybe like squint at one person like, and then if they don't, don't do cool. anything, you'd be like, what? You guys don't agree? Dude, that's the that's the worst thing 
comics do aside from rape? When they is go that... for clap, <laughs> aside from rape, yeah. when they go for clapter mm-hmm. and then get mad that people don't clap, and they're like, "What? You guys are okay with that?" There, there's a comedian uh, who um, he started a bit with. Well, I, so I'm a veteran. He starts with, "So I'm a veteran." Is it James Mack? It is. Yeah. <laughs> That guy, that guy left a big piece of him on the battlefield, huh? <laughs> yeah, probably a sense of humor. Yikes! Um, but do you think that? Oh yeah, dude. I, I he made me do. He he hosted this one mic at, at the Pioneer Lounge, mm-hmm. and he's like, it's it's five dollars. It's like five dollars to perform and ten dollars if you want to do like a ten minute set. Mm. I'm like, I'll do a ten minute set. Why not? You know, maybe mm-hmm. I'll get a good tape. Mm-hmm. We we got there and it was not a ten dollar mic yeah. at all, dude. It's like, damn, he stole my fucking money. Mm-hmm. You know, he had like a little PA system that sucked. And like the bar wasn't even open. It was like they weren't planning mm. on the show. That was funny. And then this other thing, he had like the the New Jersey Comedy Festival. Remember yes. that? Yes, yes. He had that, and it was like three places in New Jersey. There was like a place in Hoboken, and there was a place in, in uh, Little Ferry, yeah, New Jersey, and there was some other place. And he this should, like, this yeah. should really be on the Patreon. Are you okay burning your bridge? F- Are you okay burning your bridge with James Mack? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway, dude, he ma- he gave me a link for it, and he said, uh, "Hey, uh, you you should sign up for this, and here's a submission for you and all that." And I was like, "Hey, thanks, dude, but I moved out of New Jersey specifically not to perform in these venues anymore." <laughs> <laughs> no offense, but I don't want to do garbage shows that suck for retards. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, come on, dude, like. That place sucks, and yeah, he's not my Facebook friend anymore. Oh, he also deleted oh, me because I, I think me too. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, well, unfriended guess- all of us. You know what? Enemy of the show, enemy James. Of, enemy of the because guess what, dude? Locker room talk. That's fucking America. Mm. So you betrayed everything you fucking <laughs> signed up for in the army, dude. We're heroes. Damn, dude, James M A C Mac. He do t- not dox <laughs> this man. We don't want you to. <laughs> he, uh, he he turned on a fellow vet, me, dude. Mm. Yeah, Joe, you've served in every war that America's ever fought. Yeah, pretty much, dude. I'm like Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, but James Mack did more because he, like, was injured in war. He lost his funny bone. Come on. That's the second time Matt said that. <laughs> and he, like, had to make sure. Did I say funny bone? He said something. Oh, I said he lost his sense of humor on the battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good parallel bullying. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he, he started his set one time with, uh, so I'm a veteran, no, don't clap. And no one did clap. <laughs> and, then, and, then he, and then he was like, uh, yeah, I mean, you can if you want. <laughs> he had this whole thing planned out where he was going to, you know you know how some people. Try to stop everyone from like applauding. Yeah. Uh, let me get a word in edgewise, please. <laughs> please, your, your, your unbridled support of my very heroic thing. I Hold did. your raucous applause, which was definitely about to come, and let me speak. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you're, you're a long way from the army base now, bub. Welcome to the real world. We it, it's hard. It's, it, yeah. I've. I've seen that played out before where people want to be fake humble, but no one's giving them the opportunity oh, to be yeah. humble. So I remember. I mean, you can if you want to. That's awesome. I remember James Mack actually uh, rocks, dude. I love yeah, that guy. He's got a big beef with me, dude. Why? Oh, yeah. 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 Wait, what'd he do? Um, it's not what about. It's not what James did. It's what Bobby did. I, You know James, what? James. Bobby. <laughs> can, 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 can we agree that a big part of why we started this podcast is because we believe in redemption and forgiveness? Yes. So uh, 
when I when I met James, I was doing open mics. Oh, um, and he was too. Interesting. And, and now you're both showcase comics. And now we're both. <laughs> well, we'll get there. Oh, because uh, one of oh. them became a showcase comic mm. before the other and mm. let it get to his mm. head. Well, don't don't bear. Wait, don't. wait a minute. Wait a minute. So we, I was going to another open mic. We we saw each other at an open mic. He asked me where I was going. I said I was going to another open mic, and he said, "Can I come with you?" Ooh. And I said. Of course. And we walked to this open mic. Nice. And we talked before the open mic. And then the next day I get a Facebook request, which I accepted, of course. Nice. If you wanna if you wanna be Facebook friends with me, I'm not very picky. I wanna reach five thousand. So it will be I'm, a bad I'm close. badge of honor for I'm me. getting there. I'm getting there too. So he, he messaged me, Do you wanna see um Venom? That's how long ago this was. That movie Venom. The uh, first one. Yeah. And uh I was like, uh, well, I, I don't know if I'm ready to take this relationship to the next step. You know mm. what I mean? Well, getting pretty serious. Mm-hmm. I only see superhero movies if Matt makes me. Mm. <laughs> but uh, so I just didn't respond. And then like a few hours later, I just get a string of question marks. Uh oh. And now I'm like, well, that that's no way to get me, to me respond. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, I've uh, I've broken it off with girls that have done this to me. And mm. James Mack doesn't even have a pussy. We don't know that. We don't know that for sure. I haven't asked him, but yeah. uh, but he. So we then, know that he got injured in war and lost his humorous. <laughs> Why are you? W- doing should this? we title? <laughs> should we? Should we? Should we title this podcast "James Mac Rocks"? <laughs> <laughs> well, he might like he. That might be the way to go because he subtweeted me. Mm. Well, uh, not tw- uh, not Twitter, Facebook. Facebook. Sub sub Facebook posted me. Yeah, he that? tagged you on a Facebook he, thing. No, even worse. So he wrote. So this is after he messages Bobby, who they like hung out barely. They went to an open mic together. Not, uh, by the way, uh, the important part of the story is he asked me where I was going and then followed me with my consent. But yes. it wasn't like I was like, hey, buddy, want to be friends and go yeah. to this thing? They just like two comics just happened to go to a mic together yeah. and then messages Bobby asking him if he wants to see a movie. Mm-hmm. Bobby doesn't respond because he's like, I don't know. I don't really know this guy. And then before even maybe you would have responded like oh i'm actually busy or whatever mm. within two hours like all these question marks and bobby doesn't respond at all now he's like now fuck this guy and then he posts on facebook he posts on facebook love when some comics start to get ahead and then act like they're too good for us <laughs> are you sure that's about you <laughs> well Dude, maybe he asked several people to go to Venom. Well, at first, that was kind of where we were. Like, who knows if this is actually mm. about mm-hmm. Bobby or not. Mm-hmm. But then... Uh, so, uh, someone says, name names, right? Uh, someone inevitably is going to do that. When uh, Joe and I are very close right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> really? I, I know. But, but, and then what happened? Yeah, Joe and I are both laying on the couch <laughs> with our faces almost touching. <laughs> Well, your feet up in the air, kicking behind you. Yeah. So anyway, I uh, know how to treat James Mack. <laughs> our, our lips drawn closer to <laughs> telling glass. you about how a boy was mean to me. <laughs> um, so so someone. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's why we gotta start filming the podcast. Joe and I are getting way too unprofessional. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're laying <laughs> down on the job. All right, I'm sitting up, back I'm too, straight. I'm too exhausted from talking. Listening. <laughs> 
Uh, but anyway, so someone someone wrote, uh, well, name names to this you know, Facebook status about comics being too good, blah, blah, blah. And he writes, uh, Sabrina and Bobby. So unless he got into an argument with another, another Bobby, it's definitely about me. Oh, I and mm. Sabrina Piper. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. she like posted like some like some like oh it was about Kavanaugh. I think like she was like Brett talking, Kavanaugh. Yeah, Brett Kavanaugh being and he was like, What do you know about Brett Kavanaugh, <laughs> bitch? I'll kill you. <laughs> oh yeah. I remember he got they got paraphrasing, into a, paraphrasing a bit. Yeah. They got I remember them I remember that. And that like, was a big face. A bit, but he was like, I'll fucking find you and kill you. <laughs> that was I was a big, in the army, yeah. I know how. <laughs> that was a big face. Probably fight. fucking shirtless in the bathroom mirror. <laughs> Putting fucking war paint on his face, <laughs> thinking about how this bitch was making fun of a fucking man who cried on national TV saying he liked beer, and that just goes against everything I fucking fought for in Iraq or Iran it's or like wherever the fuck. Falling down, but uh, the social media version, the version. Sorry, yeah. Freudian slip there. It's, it was yeah. so funny because it's like, it's like I, I, I truly don't care what anyone's opinion. I, I learned a long time ago. It's mm. like it's not worth. Mm. Having any genuine well, this, opinions this, on the internet, our our, fr- our mutual friend Mar- Mark, yes. Mark Henley, the Mark big Henley, dog, the big dog. Michael. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. He he purposely hid this information from me. Why would Mark protect James Mack? This it was more to protect me. Why he didn't he didn't trust? He thought maybe I'd get a little too heated. You know you, I mean? you should have fucking died. I would you should have thrown fists. Mm. Mm-hmm. We did. We did recently shake hands at an open mic, but that's because he was the comic after me, and I yes. And this was also kind of now because Bobby did Comedy Fight Club uh, on the. Oh no, James Mack did Comedy Fight Club, mm. the five year anniversary show. So it was. What uh, did he do? What's that? What did he do? Did he assemble he a rifle blindfolded? <laughs> Not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I introduced him by saying he was once big time by Bobby Sheehan. <laughs> Tight dude. Dude, it's 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 so funny to me because like obviously I don't I don't have anything. So like to be insulted by this guy. Alright, well clearly but- I'm gonna stream the Venom movie on my TV and then tag both you and Matt saying, damn. <laughs> really fun watching these superhero flicks with the boys. <laughs> with somebody who with people I know, I love, trust, and most importantly, Respect and will work with to succeed in the comedy scene. Don't, feel free to stop by unless you get up less than twice a week. Mm. I like how some podcasts talk about other comedians that are like more famous mm-hmm. to shit talk them. We talk yep. about Jonesy and James Mack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, <laughs> two terrifying men. Yes. Mm. <laughs> up next, Mark Random. Yeah. <laughs> Random's a cool guy. Well, people know people know him. I think people right? do know Mark yeah, Random. Yeah. yeah. Dude, we got it. We got it. Women keep... are afraid of him. Yeah. Do you think like? Do you think women are afraid of me? Well, they shouldn't. They should be, but they aren't. Yeah, I think Mark. Mark, you could feel it in the room. You know, you know how some guys make women's pussies dry up. Yeah. yeah no, I, I never heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's he like scares them. Ooh. I think yikes. I think there there are. If you heard that there was a shooting at an open mic, it would be. Jonesy or Mark Random, I think. Oh, well, Jonesy, I don't think even does it anymore. Yeah, Jonesy quit. Who else quit comedy in New That's Jersey? That's so fu- He's one of those all business dudes too. Those yeah, guys always he had mer- fucking he had quit. Mer- he had merch already. <sighs> That's so funny when somebody has that like out of the gate. Yeah, you know. Ugh. 
Um, but it is funny. I was thinking when you said the uh, I'm a veteran opening, it reminded me the funniest opening I ever saw. There was a comic who um, I actually briefly met like my first year doing stand up. I did like one of those comedy tournaments mm. competitions at Broadway Comedy Club mm-hmm. where at the end of the show, they would have you all come out on stage, ask the crowd to cheer for you and then hold up a decibel measure. Oh. See who got the loudest cheer. And I remember having a really good set and then just not getting as loud of a cheer because everyone else had more people there for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's and why. The guy who came in... Yeah. <laughs> Ow! Woo! The guy who came in... Sorry, I'm, Mike. Uh, so, Mike. I'm Team James Mack now. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. If you walk in the hornet's nest, prepare to be stung. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, this comedy competition, this uh, big fat guy from Long Island came in second place and had like 40 people there. I, I didn't, thought you didn't do well. <laughs> I didn't think he did that particularly well, but nice guy, whatever. Mm. Next time I see him is years later. I've seen him like on Facebook. He's done like feature stuff in Long Island Ooh. and open for people. Jealous. Um, so I'm like, oh, and I saw him in an open mic in Manhattan. I'm like, all right, maybe uh, we both gotten better. We were both in our first year. His opening line, he's still a big fat guy. He opens by going, so I just back from the gym. Mm. And oh, but wait, he very waits. clearly wasn't coming back from the gym, Matt. <laughs> no one laughs, and you could tell it rattled him. Oh, wow. <laughs> he was like, no one laughed at that, but that's my fucking opener, and it yeah. crushes every single time. Yeah. I'm a fat guy. I tell people I got back from the gym. Who was it? What was his name? Fuck it. We're, we're talking a little. It's some yeah. locker room talk. Mike Keegan. Oh, mm. yikes. Mike Keegan, Do you know you're him? on notice for not having a new opener. Guys, don't find Watch out, out where any of these people live. We, w- we don't, don't want you to do that. I think yeah. he also Also, is... don't look up their act. You're not going right. to... You're only going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the last time I saw it, still like nice guy, but I remember during like the lockdowns and everything, he was like posting a lot of like kind of crazy right-wing stuff Uh-oh. during the protests and everything. He was he hated uh, the BLMs, huh? Uh, I believe so, if I remember that correctly. Like slur, dude. BLMs. <laughs> Get these BLMs out of my neighborhood. <laughs> well, you know what that means. Here come the BLMs. I'm that's nervous. so That's so interesting that he's like... Because in another context, that dude is hilarious. Yeah. And then he goes to an open mic and he opens with... I mean, I would that that joke would get a smile from me. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I I I give people the benefit of the doubt, and I give them a nice smile if I yeah. see a joke is structurally sound. Yes. Do you? But but is that gonna get? Would that ever give you a the gut reaction of? Oh my God, he is fat though. Oh my God, but he didn't go to the gym. Mm. That's hilarious. You know, and people are like, how could that ever be funny? It's like, well. Ask ask a random person on the street if they've been to a stand-up comedy show. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them haven't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to a few myself. Yeah. That is the thing with, like, uh, people who are comedy fa- I guess this is true for any, uh, you know, craft and art, like mm-hmm. comedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More like craft and fart. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, yeah. Um, it's true for, like, anything that if you're really into it, the stuff that is hacky mm. in that field to you is so cringy, mm. but so many people aren't into that thing that you need a little bit of yeah. the thing that is going to 
be appealing to people who know nothing about it. Yeah, and some things it's like why don't why don't you just do to get everybody in the room to feel all nice and fuzzy? You know yeah. what I mean? Like asking two people if they're fucking and then they're like we're siblings, and that is funny. Yeah, that like, is I funny asked when you that happens. A question. <laughs> <laughs> You just told me that you're siblings. That's not a yes yeah. or a no. You know what? Here's a, here's how this is going to go. I'm the professional, and you're the fucking plebeian who's going to answer my goddamn inquiries. So where are you from? <laughs> I think we're back, man. Mm, I don't think Locker we're back. Locker room talk is back. Yeah, dude. LRT for short. Mm. Ooh, that's what we should start calling it, LRT. Mm. No, what? we should call it BLM for short. Yeah, oh, BLM all right, short. man. Okay, let's relax, BLM. buddy. What do we call our fans, dude? LRTers? No, towel boys and towel girls. Ah, uh, and towel NBs. Towel NBs. Can you believe we don't we have a single call, NB listener? Wait, we can call everyone just the blanket towel head. Towel head. Oh, my God. Our fans are towel heads. We fucking did it. Joe, what would, sing a towel head song for us. <laughs> okay. Oh la la la, I love my doll head. Oh la la la, I love my doll head. Laga daga do, laga daga do. I love my doll head and support the Patreon. Support the Patreon and give all the shilling to Bobby Joe and Matt Maran. Baba do ba do, doll head do, tapa do ba do, tati. Finny likes it, dude. Yeah, dude. The Finny got all excited. Finny, about that. Do don't worry, Finny. It's me. It's Dad. It's really it uh, offensive. Of you to do jihad face on the podcast, mm. jihad voice. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. Jihad you know what they're gonna say like it's offensive, but like let's be real, dude. It's funny. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Por que no los dos? Yeah, mm. what are we supposed to do? Not, yeah. no, no, Mister Thornell. It's a very, very funny thing. And we could just uh, say, you know, my dad's a Muslim, so I can say it. Mm. The old Joan Rivers thing. Yeah. You, you know, she used to do that. Really? If she would do like she did jokes about everything, and there was a video of her doing a blind joke, and someone got offended because their daughter's blind. She's like, "Well, my mom is blind," and after she said, "I just say that about everything." Yeah. <laughs> Anytime yeah. someone gets offended by a joke, she goes, "Well, my mom was in the Holocaust." Well, my mom did that. You Damn. just say that she was related to somebody of whatever she was making fun of. That rules. Joan Rivers, fucking row. I bet she would be a fucking amazing in the sack. You know, she looked ghoulish because mm. of all that. Plastic surgery, surgery yeah. but she was a babe back in the days. Yeah, anyway. and I think I think nothing was off. Li- you know, nothing's off limits on stage. You know, once you're getting off stage, yeah. You know, and her daughter Melissa Rivers, she was a nice little piece of ass too. Mm. Okay, and you know what? I bet her granddaughter's probably about of age right mm. about now. Mm-hmm. So let's see what the future. Finney's getting excited thinking about uh, a Joan. granddaughter becoming of age. I, know. <laughs> I thought he was excited about uh, just Joan Rivers in general. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's excited uh, now that he knows all the levels of offenses for child pornography. <laughs> yeah, now that he knows, like, uh, Bobby's not going to go away for as long a time. Yeah. <laughs> How, I, okay, I did. Dude, so- I'm pretty sure it's just lifetime. Like, there's not like. No, all right. no, it's definitely not life. You're getting a, you're getting put away, dude. If uh, they catch you no. with CP, Joe, I don't know where you got this idea from. Life in prison? Why wouldn't you? You can't fucking put them back to society. They do. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. How do you think me and Bobby are out? (laughs) (laughs) They don't. They keep them locked up. They can't return somebody like that to society. There is. I watched a um a documentary called. It's uh. Do you know Louis Thoreau? 
Yeah. Yeah. He he's he's amazing and he he yes. just has this way of like talking to crazy people and like still mm. connecting with them. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's that's like the biggest hurdle to like trying to talk with a crazy person. He like talks to crazy people. So how is he able to talk to somebody who's attracted to children? Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well those two. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. The, but uh, the documentary is called The Place for Pedophiles and it's about this mental health hospital in California. I thought it was going to be about an elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> or Disneyland. Mm. Sorry. Uh <laughs> But anyway, it's actually it's actually very interesting because you know we're jo- just a couple of child pornographers <laughs> doing what child, child pornographers no, no, no. do. I don't like that one. Matt, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone's gonna someone's gonna clip that, and then NBC is gonna find our podcast and decide that that's the three seconds they want to play on the air. No, the they would only do that if that were at the tail end of the podcast. The first no way guest, is that happening. The mm. first guest on Locker Room Talks gonna be Chris Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you take a seat? It's like we're already just slouching over. Over in this couch. <laughs> Why don't you laying down, no, Bobby Chris. and Joe, you're too close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you were saying the. Uh, yeah, it's basically like uh, there's these se- the, these uh, like the worst sex offenders, so like child molesters, child rapists, etc. They go to prison, and then this mental institution serves as like the halfway house, but they can't leave. They have to be like cleared that they're not going to hurt anybody. And so it's this big legal problem because they're sort of in there indefinitely. I think there was one guy while they were filming that they were like, he's ready to be released. You know, everybody else is like, we're not sure. There's this one guy who like did all the classes, all the, the, the stuff. And then eventually like the doctors cleared him. And then he was still there for months because he couldn't find a place to live because he's a registered sex offender. Ooh, yikes. So to Joe's point, like... You can get out, but you yeah. may not be able to find somewhere to live as a registered sex offender. Yeah, and that's that's like that's like the teacher's pet of the pedophile institution. You know what I mean? Everybody else, they're like, you don't get to leave. We still think you might fuck kids. Yikes. You know what I mean? Worth it. Well, do we know how long like Jared from Subway is locked away for? Um, I think a decade. Yeah. And and because Joe, he's a first time offender. If he was well, a second or third time offender, he would be in there for even I, longer. I was wrong. I was wrong. I assumed we lived in a society that protected our children. Mm. And we know that that's what Joe is most passionate about. No, if we cared about sex trafficking, Donald Trump, the leader of QAnon, would mm. still be our president. Mm. Honestly, yeah. And we wouldn't have old uh, ferryman Biden in the mm. White House. Yeah. Who do you think the person in your life that you have the closest connection to is a QAnon person, like a true believer? Yeah, I know she is. <laughs> um, I don't know if there is. Um, I guess it would be um somebody who I haven't talked to in a while, like mm. somebody who I went to high school. It's tough to like true believer. There's like there's a spectrum. Right. There's people who I'm friends with at Compound Media and Comedy who I don't think they're full believers, but they kind of dabble. Mm. Um, and some that, some of that is is uh, some of that might be more cynical. Yeah, some of it may be um, kind of leaning in mm. a little bit. Maybe I don't know how much they actually believe, but yeah. the um, a true believer, it would have to be somebody who I like went to college with or mm. something like that. But I don't know what happened to them. How about you, Joe? My my fiance, dude. Your fiance. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like, babe, can you fucking believe this shit? Mm. Look at this. Mm-hmm. And she's like, damn. What should I do? 
You got, you guys both watched the QAnon doc, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, the the couple of the it's funny, they don't say where they are because they live in a quote blue state, but they have the heaviest Boston accents I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh I just I felt bad for them because I, I think like uh uh, I think a lot of people think like, oh, if you're part of that world, you're like a piece of shit. Right? Yeah. And that the, they're literally dumb. Like yeah. they, they, they don't know how to process information. Mm. You know, like the guy is just looking at the Q drops app on his phone, just being like, look, it's people say it's not real, but it's right here. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think there's more folks than like, they're just nice dudes that want their you know son to go to college for less than half a million well, dollars general, people are dumb in general and mm. buy into like different things like you'll hear the way some people talk about their favorite sports team and they're just kind of dumb yeah and for some people QAnon is that thing mm. that they fell into sports yeah mm. yeah 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 i mean politics in general can kind of operate like sports well so more pe- that's more people need to be sport if more people were sports fans there'd be less people treating <laughs> politics like sports <laughs> Take that passion for whatever uh, weird cell you're in right now and instead get real worked up about the Yankees. Exactly. Yeah. Well, because it is in human nature to be like irrationally supportive of things. Mm, such as locker room talk, folks? Yes. It is It is in human nature to go to a Yankee game and a call goes against the Yankees, even if that was probably the right call. Fuck that umpire. That was the wrong call. Mm. Same call goes the other way. That was the right call. Mm. That that's it's it, within human nature to mm. do that mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. support like a family member or someone mm. you love when they do something, but be mad at somebody who you don't care about mm-hmm. for doing the same thing. Ooh. That's within human nature, but take it out on the Yankees, not on QAnon stuff. Mm. You know, you know what uh, you're making a lot of sense. You know what pokes a hole in that theory though is uh, soccer hooligans because mm. you're like put it towards something that doesn't matter and then people right. literally get murdered at soccer games yes <laughs> that's time do you know what that won't happen here in the good old us of a though baby that's yeah. damn well do you think we could you, you think we should try to create baseball hooligans there's no need i mean like they cause property damage but no one gets hurt or- mm. i don't think as bad as sports fandom can get i don't think it ever gets as bad as something like january 6th mm. Mm. Yeah, it never. Oh gets that yeah. Fun. Oh, I see. What, I see what you mean. Okay, so we're. It, it's more of a negotiation now. What if? What if we do like a psyops? Right. We. Yeah. You know, after this is over, we talk. We have our annual call with Joe Biden. Right. And we tell him get more people worked up about the Yankees. Yes. And then so the next January sixth is not as is there's less people there because there's there ten percent of. The folks that would be there are getting worked up about the January is NFL playoffs. Mm, okay. If they had all been focused on their football team, okay. or if uh, mm-hmm. you know it's hockey season, basketball season's happening. Mm-hmm. There's so many other things they could have been irrationally mad at. Mm, oh, what if what if a football team leans into the the Q crowd, the, the Don't Tread on Me crowd, mm. and then it's the worst of both worlds. Like, that could be rough. But that that is the thing. Everyone who's like the most team sports about politics, mm. they're never sports fans. Mm. That is their sports. Mm. <laughs> Fuck, man. That's that's what we need to that's what we need to do. We need to get everybody on the same page. We gotta pick a team. 
We got to go to a baseball game, too. It's either sports, politics, or comic books. Mm. Yeah. It's all the same. Yeah, mm. people get that way about, like, uh, different fan of comic books. Pro wrestling fans get real tribal also. Uh, uh, use panty fans. Use panty yeah. fans. Mm-hmm. Locker room talk fans. Mm-hmm. We're going to have the, uh, yeah, we're going to have the Bobby tribe, the Joe, tri- the Gourmaniacs, the Sheheads, and the Marinators. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Who do you think wins in that? Oh, my God. That's like the Spanish Civil War. Three sides going after each other, huh? Yikes. While the whole world watches. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Who will win? Who will survive? I, I imagine the Gourmaniacs. Because if, if they're if we're assuming that the fans are the a reflection of ourselves, the mm. Gourmaniacs are the biggest wild card. They're going to have all yes. sorts of dr- performance-enhancing drugs as well as performance hurting mm. drugs but they'll probably cancel each other out yeah. mm. <laughs> I'm and then and then matt matt's gonna have like all the jocks right you know right. what i mean and mine's just gonna be all attractive women like they have no chance right just lingerie models <laughs> yeah all the all the towel girls mm. are she heads uh, well much love to our towel heads man yes thank you for all the support thank Shouts you out to the towel heads. heads do we have anything to plug no mm. should we any shows coming up no, I don't know why I brought this up. Um, every Sunday we got Comedy Fight Club still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to calm down, you can. It's every Sunday. Yeah, whatever. and uh, we'll check out YouTube.com slash Comedy Fight Club. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, up on the YouTube channel will be last week's main event Ooh. between Joe Gorman and Patrick Haggerty. Okay. Very controversial. Okay. The very. Easter main event. It was Ooh. on Easter night. It was Ooh. a very religious battle. It was powerful stuff. I, I bet it's going to be ear candy. Yes. Yeah, as well as eye candy. Ooh. Two short kings going for the throne. Who? will win mm. oh bobbert only time will tell i enjoyed uh my other jewish holiday too the half off chocolates day after easter hell yeah great dude. jewish holiday oh matt <laughs> here we go again uh, yeah we won't be coming we're gonna be in the zone ourselves yeah. So if you hear rape, if you hear the N-word. Don't come in because yeah. we're in the zone. Yeah. <laughs> it's really important that we say this stuff. We have, we have our work call here. Yeah. How funny would it be if her fucking stuff got picked up on ours? Close close the damn door. She's going to say our JS. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I saw, saw that. that. <laughs> yeah. Damn, dude. R.I.P. Yeah. Oh my God! So Busted. we've been relegated to a special room in the house because there's an important phone call by a, a locker room talk associate. Hmm. We're looking for something. Yeah, she's she's taking the beast with her. Ooh. Come on, Finn. He wants to hang out with us. Beast. The beast. Beast day. mode. Finny wants to listen to some locker room talk. The stinky. Mm. The the be- Finny's becoming an incel. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this my dog slowly slowly becomes a member of. It is official, yeah. according to my Instagram followers. My new glasses make me look more like an incel than a smart person. Uh, <laughs> but the smartest people are incels, dude. Exactly. The only the only incels that break through to non incel status is if they use their brain to get so much capital that mm. they can no longer be ignored by the pussy. Mm. And that's what we're trying to do with this podcast. Yes. Yeah. yes. Who's the most powerful incel you know? Mm. Joseph Gorman. Mm. Oh, did you mm. wait a minute? <laughs> <laughs> powerful oh, yeah, incel. That's, 
That's cool. That's I love those kinds of backhanded compliments. Mm. A powerful incel. A powerful yeah. incel. Yeah, what do you do with that? Because you're yeah. like, fuck, I don't like being an incel, but I do like You know, being you're powerful. like the hottest virgin I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Here's this for a, a Now wait if. a minute though. There is some appeal to that because there's that whole brand of porn like breaking mm. them in mm. where it's all about being an attractive virgin and i don't like, think that works for dudes no it's fine to be an attractive virgin for a dude it's like how is that guy still a virgin mm. wow he must have a great sense of morals because then they know it's not because he's like you know it, it, they they wonder like it's by choice they don't think it's like if he wanted to he could just go out and get pussy mm. now you would know? you guys have like all the power in the world but the only caveat is that you cannot have sex what well, can you still rape <laughs> God damn! You cannot play these games with Joe. He fucking he. You should be a lawyer. <laughs> as, as we know, uh, rape is not about sex. It's rape about, is power. about power. Oh my yes. God! Mm. Yeah. Oh my and God! I'm the most the... powerful man in the world. Oh. Well then. Now there yeah, was the no Chewbacca. One, you, by yeah. definition, you can't get in trouble. There was the I would Chewbacca still say defense. no because it's wrong. Yes. What is it? The Chewbacca? Folks, there was the Chewbacca to- defense in the South Park episode. Oh yeah, are we starting? <laughs> I guess I wasn't here no, for the sound check. No, we didn't even. Was we didn't I, even uh, this was, we haven't even sound checked. Yeah, we have to well, listen back is, to this. This is the sound check. I've just had it going right now. Right. So we'll have this. Uh, this is gonna pop in at the end for you locker room talk it listeners. Absolutely will not. I'm sure. Like, no. We'll, 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 we'll this is locker room bit. talk after dark. We'll see what happens. We'll have to see how the audio is. I haven't made any changes, so it should be fine. 